What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about No fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast, season 11, episode 12. Hi, everybody. What am I going to talk about this week? I don't know. I just got to turn on the microphone like a complete freak. Just, uh, I don't even know. What kind of spontaneous gal am I? If I were in a movie, I'd be wearing, Kate Hudson would play me in a movie, and she'd be wearing some see-through linen thing and she'd just be spinning and dancing in wet grass with bare feet. That's just how I am approaching this podcast right now. I'm just, woo, let's just turn on the mic and see what happens. And honestly, I don't even know what I'm going to say. What I will tell you that I love cancel culture. And I don't mean the cancel culture where everybody gangs up on someone and they're out of a job because they're a bad person. I mean, you love to see it when a bad person has to face consequences, but that's not what I'm talking about. The cancel culture I love is canceling everything. I am recording this on a Saturday. I canceled everything today. I was so stressed out at the thought of having three things to do on a Saturday. I felt like a freak saying it out loud. I had to have a brunch. I had to record a podcast. I had a chiropractic appointment. I had a Pilates session. I had something to read for work. And then I had a haircut and a dinner plan. That's too much. What am I, 18? I don't even know what that means. It's not even that I'm older and don't have the energy. I have tons of energy. I just, I need some downtime. And whenever I end up with a day that's that packed, 
I always say, oh, yeah, 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 but it's fine. I can have a day like that once in a while. Apparently, I can't because I woke up this morning feeling like an elephant was sitting on my chest and I just went down the list of things and cancel, 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 cancel culture. And so now the only thing that I have to do is return some phone calls to my family and go have a dinner. That and record this podcast and some other things around the home. That's still a full day, but at least within that, there's some down time. I don't know. Do you guys want to hear about my morning ritual that I do every day? People always talk about self-care, self-care. I have such a morning ritual. You would think that I work in a coal mine and or just have some, I don't know. I don't know what I need all this self-care for. And I guess I need to go easy on myself and not think I need to have a big reason to take care of myself. But I have this blanket that I'm obsessed with and I'm truly, this is not me trying to get a sponsorship. I, I'm i a good person. Take, take your money and go spend it on this blanket. If you're not subscribed to my Patreon, I don't even care. Just buy this blanket instead of my Patreon if it comes down to choosing it. I'm obsessed with this brand of blanket called Unhide. It is faux fur and weighted, but not weighted as heavy as your normal weighted blanket. And it doesn't have all those heavy beads in it. It just feels like a super heavy blanket. And there's huge sizes. There's a family size one. You could snuggle with two people. There's just a super large one. And I have a super large one. And this is what I do every morning. The night before... I put all of my coffee grounds and water in the coffee pot. It's ready to go. I just have to hit hit start in the morning. I have an alarm clock, the windy uppy kind. And I set it for 5.45 a.m. And I put the alarm clock outside of my bedroom so that I have to get up and turn off the alarm clock. And I really do have to because it is so loud I'm sure it would disturb the neighbors. And it sounds like an old-timey phone ringing. And actually, what it sounds like is the phone that rings in that Ethan Hawke horror movie, Black Phone, that came out last year, which, oddly, I did watch. And I wasn't going to because it's so scary looking. And if you wear a mask, I'm going to be scared. Does that make sense? I know it's not really him. It's him in a mask. And it's him acting and he's, he's just an actor who lives a mile away from me here, here in Brooklyn. There's nothing to be afraid of. This is just a movie. But the thing is, I can't convince myself of that because when an actor wears a mask, they become this monster to me. And so I do think that that person he's playing exists, even though in the movie he was killed. Spoiler alert. Sorry. So anyway, and even though all this guy does is abduct children, I am not a children. Okay? I am, I am old enough to have children. Technically old enough to have a grandchild, like a baby one. Whatever. We don't need to get into that. If it was the 70s, I'd be a grandmother or the 60s or the 50s. Like, because I would have had a kid at 21. Then my kid would have had a kid at 21. Oh God, I don't even want to think about it. Anyway, talking about my alarm clock. When it goes off in the morning, I am usually in a deep sleep if I'm lucky enough. And I hear the ringing before I wake up and it sounds like that 
phone from black phone and I get scared. And then I wake up and realize, oh, it's just my alarm, but it's still dark outside. And at that point, I think, what if it isn't my alarm? What if when I go down the hall and I go to the table where this alarm clock is that I can't see from here, what if it has turned into that phone and when I turn the corner, I'm going to see that horrible masked character. And it's not going to be Ethan Hawke in a mask. It's going to be the grabber, which is what his character was called. And I'm going to get grabbed and he's going to decide that for the first time, he's not going to abduct children. He's going to abduct an adult woman and I'm going to get strangled in my own kitchen. And then I scare myself to where now I'm wide awake, but I'm too afraid to walk down the hall and turn off my alarm, but I have to do it because it's so loud and I'm sure I'm annoying the neighbors. And then I do it and I see that it is just my alarm clock ringing. There is no masked weirdo in my kitchen. I'm so relieved. And now I'm wide awake. And I hit start on the coffee pot. Coffee begins brewing. I grab my big cozy blanket that is not on my bed. It's for special occasions, like the morning. I grab my big cozy blanket. I make the bed. This is very important. Hear this part. I make the bed. So there's no more getting between the sheets. Does that make sense? I make the bed, I prop up my 75 pillows, and I sit on top of the bed with the cozy blanket. Well, first I I bring my coffee with me, and then I do my stuff, which involves doing a little bit of this ADHD coursework that I do. I listen to some kind of like podcast about ADHD. That's how I start my day. I might do like a little journal entry, a gratitude list, a thought download, I look at my schedule for the day, make sure everything's on there. I might do some reading. You know, if I'm reading like a self-help kind of book, like Set Boundaries, Find Peace, or even a book that's more businessy. There's another one I'm reading called Essentialism, which is really just about just not doing anything work-wise that isn't essential to what you're trying to accomplish. Something like that. Then I will do uh, some kind of, you know, meditation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A lot of times I will bring, so then I will bring the cozy blanket onto my yoga mat and when I will lay down and do a meditation with the fuzzy blanket on me, I I have become a new person where I don't think I just have to sit up straight to meditate. Because when I get perfectionistic like that and think, well, really, it's a it's a practice about being alert and blah, 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 blah. 
and, and you know, really not supposed to lay down. This is really not what it is. It's like, well, then I'm not going to do it. So isn't it better to just do it laying down than just never do it? And then I have one of those acupressure mats. They, they look kind of prickly and they are kind of prickly. You don't really want to lay on one without a layer of clothing on. And I lay on that with the blanket on me and I do a meditation while wearing a sheet mask with, you know, like under eye masks. I mean, guys, this is how, this is what it takes to get Jen Kirkman out of the bed and into the day. But it's got to start at 545 because by the time I get to work in the 10-ish hour, I need to have had three hours or more of just taking such precious care of myself. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm so precious now, but I am. And there's still other things I do. Like I'll sometimes do the, that like uh, EFT, they call it, tapping. I'll do uh, some stretching. I'll make some breakfast. I try to drink water. I would love to lie and go, I drink 32 ounces of water. I don't, but I do try to drink water before I have my coffee and then water after. And then I get ready for work. And then I listen to like a fun podcast while I take a shower. Or fun to me, probably not fun to anyone else. But, and then I get ready. But I feel like I've already lived, by the time I get to work, I've lived a life. I've lived the life I want to live, a life of leisure and self-care. So that when you're at work and, you know, somebody asks you to do something or somebody comes in your office, you you don't feel, I haven't had any me time today. I've had it. And that's why I get so bummed if I accidentally oversleep. It makes me crazy. And I overslept the other morning because I was having Earth's most ridiculous dream. I know you're thinking, Jen, you just turned on the mic and didn't know what you were going to talk about. And now you're going to tell us about a dream you had. You realize, Jen, this is everyone's hell is hearing dreams. I know, but I think you'll like this one. It involves Kurt Cobain. Does that help? It was. It's a quickie. So in my dream... Kurt Cobain was back from the dead, but it wasn't weird. He wasn't a zombie. It wasn't, oh my God, how'd he come back from the dead? He was just around again and everybody was very excited. There was this electricity in the air and he looked just like he did. You know, he didn't age. He was still 27. And there's this music festival, you know, like an outdoor one day music festival, like something that would be like at a Coachella or Lollapalooza kind of thing. And I'm there. And he's there and I see him backstage and I'm making eye contact with him and I can't believe that I'm getting this second chance in life to meet Kurt Cobain. But I don't want to go up to him and bother him because nobody else is. Everybody else is acting like they've been there before. Everybody else is a musician and being cool. There's no fans backstage. And so then I'm wondering, why am I back here? You know, when you're dreaming and the the realistic part of your brain starts going, what what is this exactly? Why am I standing in snow that's made of ice cream. This this isn't normal, but your brain still doesn't get to, well, you're dreaming, idiot. You're still trying to rationalize. So I'm going, why am I back here? Well, it turns out I was in a band in the dream. I'm not really in a band, but I was going to play drums with an already famous band. I don't know what that band was. And on one song. Why? I don't know. Maybe it was some kind of comedians join a band. I don't know. So I realized I'm back there as a legit member of a band. I could say hi to him, but I still didn't want to because I think he knew that I wasn't a famous musician. And there was this tacit understanding that we don't go up to him and ask him for a selfie 
because, you know, he, he he's never seen an iPhone. So in this reality, everyone's kind of respecting that as though he's from a whole different culture and as though if we took a selfie, he might disappear or have some reaction. So it was it was killing me, though. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I want to text everyone I know that he's here. And, and I'm trying to, you know, decide, do I want to slyly take a picture with my phone? But mostly I'm panicking because I have got to be on stage in a few minutes with this band. I don't know who they are. Not not like, oh, it's the name of a band and I'm so out of touch. I don't know who they are. I mean, it was never said in the dream. I'm wearing a really cool outfit, though. This kind of like red velvet suit with like big flowered, um, like silk, uh, like almost like something Prince would wear, kind of shirt under it and a cap. And I'm thinking, this is the greatest outfit. Why don't I dress like this more often? Not just when I'm playing a gig I don't know anything about. So I'm talking to someone in the band and I'm saying, so I'm drumming on this song. I don't know how to play drums. And they're like, yeah, no, no, it's fine. Um, and I said, is there sheet music? Now, I don't even know if you use sheet music with drums. I, I since found out you can. I asked someone I know. And so then anyway, I, I'm i now on the stage. And I mean, this is a huge deal, guys. There's thousands of people there. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm thinking, I, I need to practice. I don't, why didn't I practice? And I'm beating myself up for not practicing. And I'm trying to kind of practice silently, just hoping, hoping I can do this and thinking, well, maybe it's like once the guitars start wailing, I can just drum and no one will know. But then I'm thinking, no, Jen, that's, the guitarists need you to stay in rhythm. It, it was very stressful. And then Kurt Cobain is there. Now he's on the side of the stage watching me. And someone comes and tells me that if I do a good job, Kurt Cobain might ask me to be in his new band that he started because, well, here was the whole thing. Kurt Cobain came back, started a new band, but it wasn't with any of the guys from Nirvana. In his new band, it was all ex-Proud Boys because he wanted to give them a chance to hang out with this, you know, kind of feminist kind of fey, skinny, femme kind of man who wears nail polish, right? And dresses and and is very outspoken about women's rights. He wanted these ex-Proud Boys 
to learn from him and become better men. And the experiment that he was doing was, you know, if cool guys in bands could help rehabilitate these proud boys and give them some encouragement, whatever. And but it was very controversial. People people were angry at him. He comes back from the dead and he doesn't have a girl band. And, you know, he's got the proud boys instead. And what the fuck? And blah, blah, blah. and so feeling that kind of pressure, he was thinking maybe he would add a girl drummer. And so that was going to be me if I did a good job drumming. But yeah, I didn't know how to play. So then I'm sitting there, I'm panicking. And all of a sudden, the proud boys that Kurt Cobain was trying to rehabilitate that are in his band, and, and his band was going to play that day too. Well, they start a riot because some real Proud Boys that are still Proud Boys came, threatened them. Now everyone's fighting. The whole place is rioting. There's flares and fires going, and everyone is coming for the stage because it's the only safe place to be. But once everyone comes up on the stage, it's no longer going to be the safe place to be. So I just run, and I you know, let the drum set kick over, and I, my heart is racing, and I woke up because... I think my heart was racing or maybe that alarm was going off and I thought it was um, a masked intruder in my home on a black phone. Who knows? But my point is I woke up and I'd overslept. Actually, I just said that to make it seem like a, a story that had a beginning, middle and end. The ringing alarm wasn't, wasn't going that day. Every once in a while I forget to turn it on. There's an on switch and I, I overslept. And I didn't get to have that morning chill time with the blanket. And it was, it's awful. So I, I don't know, is it better to even not have a morning ritual? Because when you miss it, it's so painful. Anyway, all is well. In reality, there is no masked intruder in my kitchen. I do not have to drum with a famous band, never having drummed before. Kurt Cobain, unfortunately, is not back from the dead, but that's okay. Um, I have no idea how to end this dumb beginning of this podcast, except to say, if you want to hear the rest of the podcast where I'll be talking about God knows what, please join the Patreon. And if not, stay here with the free version. And some exciting news is that in April, it is the official 11-year anniversary of this podcast, and I will be giving away a no-fun tote bag to anyone who joins the Patreon at the highest level, which is $5.99 a month. But if you sign up for a year, you get 15% off. And that 15% off discount, which will be available to all levels, is only available in the month of April. But you only get the tote bag if you join at the highest level. And the tote bags will be sent out um, in May and in June. So that's exciting. If you join my newsletter, and the link is in the show notes, you will get a notice about this on April 1st, so that you don't have to remember anything that I just told you. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. So, and I'll be re-releasing episodes of this podcast that came out the first year. So that will be interesting or not to hear what it used to sound like. You might even like the old episodes better and think, I fucking hate this show now. And then I'll just totally done the dumbest thing. Anyway, until next week, have fun.